Hi everyone, this is Kate Brunatz. I'm a producer and fellow indie artist, and this is Industry Plants. This show is where I get to talk to rising artists about marketing, creation, strategy, and everything in between all things music making. I would love to hear your feedback. Feel free to leave a review or hit me up on any of my social media platforms. Thank you so much for listening and on to today's guest. Alrighty, so today I got to sit down with Sydney Unicorns, who is a producer, a singer. She basically does it all. She's also a photographer, so her visuals are sick. You can check out her song Sticks, um, which also has a bomb music video. But yeah, today we talked about building your creative community, which I think is so important in an age where we're still recovering from a pandemic and in a pandemic, (laughs) the power of Clubhouse and pushing yourself past fear. Let's go ahead and get into the episode. What has been happening with you? It seems like it's been a tumultuous couple of weeks. My God. It's been a tumultuous couple of months. My dog got sick like six months ago. Oh no. And he had cancer and we like went to Colorado to get him treatment and then he passed away and then we moved. So it's been just like and then we visited my parents. It's just been like fucking insane holy moly so yeah yeah how are you doing (laughs) so I haven't been very active on TikTok (laughs) valid like yeah sometimes we need that (laughs) yeah um but I want to be um but now I'm like having trouble even like coming up with content I like can't figure it out (laughs) yeah I hear you I feel like honestly I don't know for a couple of months I was going like the two posts a day turn to one post a day to like, now I'm like, okay, I want to chat with musicians once a week. And like, hopefully I can get um, like one TikTok. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I don't know. It's so weird. I don't know if I've like desensitized myself or just like, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of well, you're doing you're doing like Facebook ads and stuff too, right? So yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like it's the only outlet. Um, Yeah. But yeah, even then, I don't know. I'm always like, I would love to figure out how to be better um, digitally facing because like, this is obviously like free, which is great. But uh, I don't know. (laughs) I feel like I haven't really figured out like what my brand would be as an artist. um, Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to, I mean, I think, I think your brand is always just like you, who you are and like putting that Mm -hmm. forward. But, but uh, it's hard to do that. Yeah. It's hard to be like, this is me when you're like, okay, this is me. Like, I don't know. Like I (laughs) I always feel like, I always feel really boring. Yeah. Which is so crazy. Like I know, like from an outside perspective, I'm like, absolutely not like that is so (laughs) unevident like I don't feel that way at all and I don't think many people do but it's yeah it's really hard to like package yourself into yeah um something that's marketable and like be loud and proud about something that Mm -hmm. you know you've spent months like nitpicking away at um yeah but yeah how have you been like you know, with everything going on, have you gained some new like inspiration in terms of uh, creation? Um, I mean, honestly, I took a lot of time 
off um, and just like didn't do anything. Yeah. But I'm coming back to it now. Um, I did write one song for my dog, like, which was like very sad and like nothing like my like style at all. But like, um, but yeah, uh, I wrote one song. I've written a couple songs about my dog now. Yeah. I know. I know. It's like sad, but um, <laughs> it's important though. But gotta, yeah, it is. It's important to express yourself. <laughs> um, congratulations on your EP, by the way. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just glad. It's so good. And you're getting like, out. you're getting like so much press about it too. It's amazing. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's so weird. It's, it's good though. Um, yeah. I feel like, it's weird because I feel like I'm talking about my music all the time, but because like I've been talking about it so much and like doing all the press emails and everything else, I'm, like, I don't know. I feel like such an imposter. Like I haven't made music in um, <laughs> a little bit, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to like, I don't know, having more of a producing play period again, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Feels good. So you're like focusing on, you're focusing still on the, like, uh, getting the EP out there for a while and then you're going to come back to it. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of like, you know, this is actually my first time too, where I'm for one of the songs I'm working with, um, a PR company that reached out to me. So that has been interesting. Um, and a different experience in terms of, Sometimes I have to provide provide them with like more materials um, in the middle of my day or whatever, which I'm happy to do. But um, mm-hmm. definitely like takes up some of my uh, brain <laughs> resources. But yeah, and then also this month um, we're doing like two music videos, and this is like the first time with a crew, which is crazy. Oh like, my god! Yeah, I'm super fortunate. And that was set up all set up by you or by the PR team that's separate that's um my partner Matt uh is in film and is like I want to do music videos and I'm like awesome I have you know that is so cool I know I'm so lucky like in terms of (laughs) yeah I actually wanted to ask like I loved your music video for sticks um and (laughs) I feel like yeah it's so cool so like visually interesting and um I love the overall aesthetic and I feel like one of the pain points of a lot of artists is like figuring out how to make a music video especially like Mm -hmm. on a budget because it's so so expensive how did you um you know for people like me who like have a cop out in my boyfriend like works Mm -hmm. on stuff like how did you go about that process um and bring it so to finish I have a really good friend and so first of all I'm a photographer too I'm a wedding photographer oh that's so I like funded it by myself but then I um just like from my job Mm -hmm. um but I have a friend who was a second shooter for me for weddings and he like sold his cameras and then I gave him my cameras for the shoot and he does video now and he mm. also does special effects now like he's in school for it. Oh cool. Um so he like helped with all the green screen stuff mm-hmm. and he filmed the whole thing um and we did it on a budget. I mean, I think total 
which it was still, you know, a lot for me. It was like $1,500, $2,000. Yeah. It's crazy. And even um, that, that's which like is, low, which is. Yeah. No, I mean, that's low for a, for a music video. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but uh, I think it, I think it, I think it looks pretty good. It I looks mean, more expensive. I don't think it, <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. No, it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> good, 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 good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a cool process for me. And I learned a lot, like, we did like short takes of everything. And now I know that you have to like take like a long take of like the whole song for like every look. And Mm -hmm. I learned a lot from it. Um, And I'm actually doing another music video on Friday. Oh man. So soon. Oh my gosh. And like, it's like barely planned out. So I'm kind of nervous (laughs) about it, but yeah, but yeah, that's actually with another friend. It's with my friend's boyfriend. Um, who started his own uh, video company called Lil Victim Pictures. Oh, cool. Um, and he just came out with his first music video and he does music. So I'm super excited to work with him too. Um, yeah. But it's really just like, it's that it's that thing of like reaching out to your network of artist friends and just like making stuff with them and supporting them. Like, I think I've been thinking about it lately. Like, uh, I think it's so important to normalize like, paying your artist friends and like supporting them in that way like I think yeah I just I like I think that that's important and I think that that's not something that I think a lot of people are like can I um yeah like can I hop on this or do x y or yeah 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 I think yeah that's that's totally valid and like especially with all like the film union strike news and um, all of that I feel like that's mm-hmm. more important than ever um, to be yeah as a part of the conversation um, yeah how has sure. it been like I that's really fascinating I didn't know that you're a wedding photographer um, yeah as your day job do you find like your creative energy for like the visual stuff um is different than when you're like in a producing headspace um do the two like Um, go hand in hand do you see any like overlap there I'm just I'm just curious or like are I mean honestly the wedding world is like vastly different from the music world obviously like it's just like I actually keep it fully separate at this point I mean I'm very new to the music industry Mm -hmm. so um so at this point I'm keeping them super separate Mm -hmm. uh but creatively I think just uh uh, like I take all my Instagram pictures myself in my studio yeah like that's kind of how I how I use that uh how I use my photography creatively Mm -hmm. I guess um but when it comes to like producing I mean they're not connected for me not really yeah I hear you other than like yeah yeah. Also, Michael says hello. I know you can't see it over there, but he's saying hello, so, Michael. So we're saying hi. <laughs> um, hi. But yeah. So wait. So when did you like? What was your producer journey? How did you get started? Oh gosh. <laughs> so I'm a classical pianist. Oh. And cool. I went to school for theater, and I did a lot of musical theater. Um. And then I think, 
I think a, a few years ago, I got really into Grimes's music. Yeah. Um, I fucking love Grimes. Same. And um, even with all her shit right now. Um, <laughs> I know, I mean, it's an issue. There's it's been a lot insane. going on. Like, yeah. yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah. A lot to unpack. But love, love um, her art, love her, yeah. But love her art, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and somewhere I had read that she, and I started wanting to make music like her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read that she's Ableton and I was like, I want to try Ableton. Yeah. And so... I uh, had a friend, a friend's friend who uh, came over and showed me some stuff. Um, her name is uh, I Am Snow Angel, Julie Catherine. She's like really good. Um, and she showed me some stuff and gave me like a lesson with my, I got, I had gotten a, a, an Ableton push. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of like put it under, put the push under a chair closed my computer and was like done with it for like three years yeah and really over over the pandemic I had like I had like a manic episode (laughs) and like and like like, yeah yeah, no seriously like I pulled it out of under the from under the chair it literally has been under a chair and um and I pulled it out from under the chair and I brought it with me to LA and I just started writing in this like crazy feverish state. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote like three songs. And then that was the first time that I like shared it with, uh, shared it with my friends. Like I'd never shared any music with my friends. It's, it's, it's been like a, an interesting year for me with music. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I had no idea. Like it's been so recent for you. Um, but that's yeah, super it's, it's cool. pretty recent. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I feel, can you speak to more? I, I love how like all of your like origin stories and stuff like always involve a connection or like collaboration in some part with another creative person. Um, mm-hmm. How did you go about like building your creative network? Like, is it just something that comes naturally? Like you're attracted to more of those personalities of people yeah uh yes I think it's mainly that Mm -hmm. um and uh hmm yeah I think I'm mainly just attracted to to creative types um when I came to LA right before the pandemic in February I came for a month um and uh I went to uh what's her name Wendy Parr, Wendy Parr did a, she's like a vocal coach mm-hmm. and she did some sort of like, she did like an artist gathering and I met two people from there. One guy is a producer and the other one, the, the girl is a singer and like we've all become friends. Um, and then I have a couple friends that have moved out here who are creatives. Like I have a friend who's an actor and then her boyfriend is a, is a musician now. And so like people also just like in their creative yeah. journeys, like become different things. And then, you know, uh, those become like connections that you work with. Like I always like to reach out to my immediate network. Yeah, no, that's great. And it's great that you put yourself out there in terms of like- Hi, David. Like, oh, he said bye. He oh. said hi and then bye. <laughs> hi and bye, David. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's cool that you put yourself out there um, and like create like, you know, even just going to that one event, like on your own, like create- Yeah, like, well, so, so we like- 
pretty much moved to LA during the pandemic. Like we still have our place in New York and we're going back and forth. Like I have to go back and forth for work. Oh man. Um, okay. But I'm trying like really hard mm-hmm. to create a community out here now. Um, mm-hmm. Just cause like I barely know anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and it's harder because so, I imagine because it's like not as on the ground as New York or I don't know. Do you, what do you mean? Like, have you had, I don't know. Like, I mean, I've only been to LA a handful of times, um, but I feel like, I don't know, in New York, because like everybody's like on the subway or around or whatever versus like driving around. Like I found like sometimes it's easier to like bump into people yeah. and make those like yeah, organic for sure. connections. Um, for but... sure. Yeah. There's more of a, there's more of a sense of like networking here mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. like taking action to get to know people. Whereas in New York, I think it is easier to bump into people and to just like be in Hit like off. naturally, yeah. Naturally hit things off. Like I think, I think here it's much more, there's much more effort. Mm. <laughs> um, but I've been lucky in that so far, at least, um, I've made some really good connections just through my New York connections, actually. Like yeah. my friend that, that recorded the music video, who was my second shooter moved out here. Oh, okay. So <laughs> that's why we it. did the video out here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. So what I know mm-hmm. you've only been, it sounds like you've been going back and forth um, for a little bit, but what has, what are the biggest like differences you've perceived in like, the music scene or like the overall vibe in terms of like um building your your artist crew or um the difference in the music scene sure or like even like have you had to um facilitate like a different approach like you said that it was you found it more difficult or it takes more effort to um mm-hmm. make those connections in LA yeah. can you speak to a bit more about that I'm curious yeah I mean part of it too is like the pandemic I mean sure. like for the majority of the time we were here like we, we didn't do anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um part of it is that and I think now is the very is like the past probably two months have been the first time that I've really like started to see people like I went to my first festival this weekend um which was really cool it was a techno festival whoa um it was like really intense yeah (laughs) it was really intense but it was honestly like life-changing yeah I've never been to a festival yeah I've never been to a festival like people were so like cool and um open and it was really I kind of liken it to sound healing. Like if you've ever oh, been yeah. to one of those like chakra bowl things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. like, you could like feel the music in your body. That's so cool. And I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was pretty life changing. Um, and I went with this friend who had, who I had connected with through another friend who was also a musician. Mm-hmm. So it was another one of those like meant to be like yeah. musician moments. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Um Yeah. Uh and then yeah, I'm curious what your kind of uh what your journey into producing has been cuz I love female producers like 
and I feel like it's so we're so rare (laughs) yeah definitely (laughs) um so I'd be curious about like what your journey has been yeah um I started um in high school I just like I've always had um a voice that I felt like wasn't super uh typical or like had a interesting tone to it which like has good Mm -hmm. and bad you know like there's benefits and challenges that come with that um and I I think it's a good thing (laughs) (laughs) thank you yeah I hope so (laughs) but um I think I was just always like struggling like I used to sing a lot of covers um and I used to play guitar a lot and um I would write like singer songwriter type things on the mm-hmm. guitar and like back where I'm from that's kind of the scene um where are you from uh northern Virginia um oh wow yeah so right outside of DC but um oh, okay I I just was not feeling that vibe with my voice <laughs> so um I was really happy to discover production because then I could like really tap into like the more like dark pop stuff that I was much more interested in um and then I just kind of fell into it and did it Mm -hmm. same thing like very obsessively and um yeah yeah haven't lost interest in it yet but yeah it's yeah I love like getting into the zone and like just putting your headphones on and like producing no it's even though I'm so there's there's a lot that I don't know, but I feel like, um, is it weird for me to say, like, I feel like female producers are more like intuitive with their production. Mm. Like I think, and it's kind of the same in the photography world where like, I feel like men in the photography world are more interested in like gear Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and like, I also like gear, sure. but there's kind of this like mechanical thing that I feel like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like women are more intuitive and that's like why I connect more with that music. Yeah. Not to say that men like can't no, write music or whatever. No. Like I think, you know. Yeah. I think I totally like hear you in terms of, or even like just having, feeling like you have the freedom to like play and experiment mm-hmm. outside of the bounds. Um I feel like it is so interesting. I feel like a lot of the female producers that I do come across, which can be, you know, fairly rare, um, but there's always like some element of like experimentation or like breaking Mm -hmm. away from like the basic um, pop structure, which isn't necessarily like a bad or good thing, but um, it is interesting. and yeah, no, I, I love it. I feel like um, there's so much power into it and um, shaping your sound. And it's really exciting. And it's like been so freeing to like be in New York now and like, act, like know people in person who are also female producers. But I mm-hmm. think, yeah, it's so important to like have people who are going through like the same indie artist hustle as you are because like otherwise it can be so like overwhelming and honestly (laughs) isolating yeah 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 
Um, did you just move to New York? Um, I've been here for since 2018. So like three okay. years. So, so you're sort of new, but yeah, not really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not I'm really. Like, I'm point. like in the, the, uh, <laughs> mid bowl. <laughs> they say, they say 11 years is the, is the 11. official, like you're an official New Yorker. Is yeah. that correct? Okay. Well, I got, I got some, more I've heard eight like and I've heard 11. Belt. So you could also say eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, so are you originally from um, New York or LA? Mm-mm. Where are you from? I'm originally from San Francisco. Oh, okay. Um, but I went to school in New York mm-hmm. and uh, and then we recently came here. Yeah. Which has been a journey. Yeah, it sounds like it. Oh my gosh. And like- I'm really interested to start. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, oh. No, no, no. Um, I'm interested to get in. I, the music business is like so interesting to me. It's like yeah. such a for it's such a it's such a um a new thing for me yeah. to get into. I I joined do you know Clubhouse? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are you on Clubhouse? I yeah, I've used it for like two days and then I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, so they have they're kind of the reason that I started actually pursuing like the business side of music because they had like yeah it's so fucking random but they had like a music business room on there and I just started listening to it every day and I was like okay I should do this this and this when I release a song and this this and this when I put out a video and um yeah and now I'm kind of like I really I really want new music out there yeah wait, that's <laughs> I really so want to get cool. new music out yeah do they like are they broadcasting like at the same time every day or yeah uh I think the music well the music room is kind of devolved into like separate I don't know oh. not as oh not as it, well it's just not as good as it used to be mm. but you can still like ask questions in there and there's still like music execs that like you know that's you can whatever so interesting um wait so what do you yeah. feel like are some of the most poignant things that you've taken away or like even some of the more inspiring stuff honestly it's really like been it was like the basics of like putting out a song and like registering like an ISRC code and Mm -hmm. reading everything you need to know about the music business and like you know uh yeah I know that book (laughs) and uh and uh yeah, it was it was mostly just like basic stuff that I didn't know, mm-hmm. basic music business stuff that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it prompted me to actually like do the damn thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it can be. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I've only that's so funny. I literally just returned that book to the library after. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. After making myself um, finish it. And then I also read um, the the new guide to the music business yeah. or something by Ari something the something. Um, he has a he has a podcast too yes yes and I mm-hmm. I honestly I felt like I liked that one better um or I don't know but yeah I totally hear you this does year, it talk does it talk about tiktok <laughs> no <laughs> that's the thing I yeah. feel like it's part of the new music business that is certainly is I feel like people haven't caught up enough or it's just like the algorithm changes like every two months so it's Mm -hmm. hard to write a bible on it 
but it um, is it for sure is <laughs> how has like being has being on TikTok like changed anything for you in terms of how you approach your music or like marketing and stuff I mean I haven't blown up yet so I, <laughs> I can't you. really say that it's it's changed my like <laughs> the course of my life yeah but um I did do this like I don't know if you saw but like months ago like I think it was maybe even like February or January or I don't know sometime in there Mm -hmm. in the winter I was doing a song a day challenge on oh yeah TikTok yes I do remember that and I I have since expanded on like four of the songs I did like 20 days so like some of the songs were duds (laughs) but yeah I mean but it was really good for me Mm -hmm. um and I feel like I developed like kind of a a structure and a sound through that oddly enough mm-hmm. um I feel like I almost have like a formula of sorts now oh, interesting and like a way into writing yeah um do you like do you have like a like do you start with a beat like what do, what's your I usually yeah nowadays it's usually like beat first because I, I usually get excited in terms of like I'll hear something and I'll be like, ooh, I got to sample that. Or I'll listen Mm -hmm. to a song and I'll be like, got to mimic or like get inspired by this production and start there. Um, You do a lot of your own samples? Yeah, out of like fear. I mean, no one's ever going to sue me for a while (laughs) because um, I'm small. But yeah, I, I try and like, you know, sometimes I'll even like sample some of my old demos or old songs, which is a mm-hmm. fun way to revive it. Or like freesound.com is like my favorite thing ever. Like there's so many different things to source there. Um, I use Splice a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I've always like... I love Splice. <laughs> I'm, I got to get on that at some point. I'm always like afraid of things that have subscription models (laughs) but oh it's like if you have you you've never been on play no I I have but I'm like yeah but my friend says like her she like don't the credits roll over anyway like can't you like um I don't know like quit and then like still get a bunch of samples (laughs) probably um probably (laughs) yeah but I don't know I haven't really paid attention honestly I probably should I have like a million (laughs) credits um but it's so good because you don't yeah Yeah. it's so good because you don't need to like worry about it and they're but I should make my own samples yeah no but yeah they're pretty good yeah but like you know I can also see like you know I spend so much time like hunting like free source sites or like you know whatever so I I can totally see the appeal of like you know where you want to spend your time and like creative energy what's um Mm -hmm. your typical process um so lately I've been like going through old notes for lyrics oh, <laughs> and then like fine. expanding yep. on them mm-hmm. um and then I'll I'll like pick something that I like and then like spit it aside and then form a beat and a synth bass mm-hmm. uh do some like ethereal background vocals and yeah. then improvise over it yeah <laughs> That's so cool. Um, and I feel like, I feel like I've recently 
found like a sound that I think I'm going to put out an album. I don't know. Yeah. What? Yay. Oh my I know. gosh. That's so, that's amazing. I know. <laughs> but, but I don't, I don't know how long it's going to take. Like I have sure. like three songs done right now. And at first it was going to be like an EP. And then I was like, but I have all these songs that kind of fit into the same theme Ooh. that fit into the same sort of, yeah. And they sound totally different from six. Like six is, um, six is more like Banksy. Sure. Banks, yeah. not Banksy. And uh, <laughs> these are more like Ali X vibe. Ooh, um, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think like Ali X or they're not quite grimes. I wish they were grimes. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. That's me every time I open a session. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, your oh, your stuff is amazing though. I love your music. I love Gemini. I love projection. Thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe also I I would love to also sound like Caroline Polachek. I fucking love Caroline yes. Polachek. Yes. Oh my god. So good. What an and angel. it's so like different nothing nothing sounds like her no like nothing no. I I don't know I, and it's and it's so um yeah it's so creative and like bunny as a writer is everything mm -hmm. right oh, now <laughs> I know such in the the labyrinth that's so interesting also yeah. like all the you I know you use like some of like the mythology uh mm -hmm. well obviously sticks, I love using mythology but that yeah that is so <laughs> cool like that crossover um mm -hmm. but yeah and I love that she's been in the business for so long and um like I've I remember having like bruises by chairlift on like my my little iPod shuffle and like now God, really yeah and like now it's like whoa I'm still like listening to her music in a much evolved more evolved like iteration but so evolved it's, yeah it's so inspiring and um it's also so cool like not to ever put women or musicians in a category but I'm pretty sure like she's in her late 20s or over 30 or something like that but it's really cool to see someone succeed um mm -hmm. because like I don't know if you feel some of that pressure but sometimes I'm like oh absolutely ah, like absolutely I'm yeah. I'm older and I'm like I'm new to the industry and that's like weird but people like Caroline Polachek people like Paloma Faith um Grimes well Grimes yeah. started young though yeah um but it was like but, a random like I'm in class and I have an assignment thing <laughs> yeah which is so cool but uh I really think that the industry and like uh, society in general is more accepting of like different types of people now. Yeah. I mean, there's still obviously like terrible, yeah, yeah. whatever. There's still a lot of work to be done, mm -hmm. but um, you know, I see a lot of female artists with different body types now and like different ages. And I think that that is really important and there is always an audience you know yeah there's always going to be an audience for for your music at you know right now I don't have an audience but I, I there find is one. it and they're there <laughs> there it's is just one. a matter of finding it yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. I really really want to put out my new music I'm like dying to but oh my gosh just... yeah have you can I ask what the concept is or are you still keeping it like under wraps no no I'm just not I'm I'm an open book dude um <laughs> Same. I uh 
it's like pretty much so I think the EP the EP the EP or the album will be called Manic Pixie Dream (laughs) um amazing because uh it's all like like I said like I had like a manic episode where I just like wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote yeah so um I have a song called Manic Pixie Dream and then you know a couple of the other songs and then there's like a pandemic song that's called Are We There Yet which is the video that I'm shooting on Friday and uh it's all kind of like mental healthy stuff that's dope. Um, which I feel like I would appreciate hearing those songs. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 um, I think a lot of songs are about love and relationships, and I don't feel like I hear a lot of songs about mental health. Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping that, you know it reaches someone and that someone yeah. connects with it. I don't yeah. know. I think that's, that's such, you know, on an aside, like that's such a good point. Like I was watching or listening to like some music podcast the other day and someone said something like, Oh, you, you should aim to create or like people listen to music because they're trying to tap into a certain feeling. And then like mm-hmm. I was sorting through I put, (laughs) I put all of like my songs into like different playlist folders because I'm insane. And it was just (laughs) so interesting how like, you're like, I only had like three or four folders for the most part, which was really interesting. Like they can all, yeah. And like love (laughs) and like general, like I'm happy or cool or something like that. Like take up like a really big percentage of (laughs) um, that pie. Well, that's good. That's a good thing. That's true. Love and and I'm happy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nice that people are feeling those things. (laughs) But um, yeah, I don't know. It, It is interesting. I like, I feel like writing the sadder stuff um comes more naturally to me but I feel like with my next project I want to figure out how I can translate some of those more like upbeat emotions or upbeat expressions of myself into um production and I don't know why it's such a challenge for me but I feel uh, like you're from like from the stuff that I've heard from you I feel like the EP is kind of up. Yeah. Melodically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that I mean, it's happy. like dark, but also, yeah, I don't, Yay. I don't feel like it's not like, like it's energetic, you know? Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, I would really love to like, I love disco music so much and like <laughs> funky stuff. And like, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm always like, I don't know. I always gravitate towards like dark pop and that's um, my like go-to, but- um, You like Billie Eilish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, like I love Grimes and I love Lord and I love FK yeah. Twigs, but mm-hmm. man, I wish I could make, or I really want to learn how to make like jungle music or even like, like <laughs> Dua Lipa's new, like groovy stuff is so like- I don't know. I don't know. Capturing or like, I I don't know. I need to figure out how to make something that like, you're like, I don't know. 
I want to make something like danceable. Maybe. Like pop. Yeah. Yeah. Kind no, of. I love pop music. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I want to make like a joyous dancing song, but <laughs> do I it. I believe yet. in you. Yeah. I believe in you. Yeah. Um, pop music is hard. I, I had a songwriting session today from, so from a clubhouse thing, they like hey. grouped us together. Uh-huh. I know it's so it's, it, there's a lot of things to be done on clubhouse if mm-hmm. you like find the right rooms, Yeah, but I haven't really they paired it. us off mm-hmm. and are giving us two weeks to write a song. And one of the songwriters in the room was like, I write a lot for sync. So we're trying to write a sync song. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's been a really interesting experience for me to like yeah. try and write something. It's kind of, for me, it seems like kind of generic. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like it's very, it's very straightforward and very like anthemic and um, it's just, it's been an interesting experience. I think it's really hard to write pop. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like to write. That's so interesting. I didn't even think that people could like write things specifically for sync I think I just always figure like sync people just found songs to like fit their narrative that's what I thought but but people do people write specifically for sync and this this woman who I'm writing with you know she knows like all these kind of like rules for sync and it's like one of the things is overcoming and it's just that's it's, so weird. It's been an interesting thing. I know. Yeah. I don't know that I love it. Sure. Um, yeah. No, it feels kind of like not... manufacture this emotion. Go. But Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's it's good in the sense that, A, I'm like writing with people. Yeah. And I think that that experience is good. And then also just to be like kind of given an assignment and like, you know, I don't know. It's, I think it's good for me, even though I don't necessarily love it. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's super cool that like, even like speaking to your like 20 songs in a row thing that you seek out those challenges just for yourself, knowing that they'll bring you like some sort of growth. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that can be rare among like musicians. Like everybody's always chasing this intangible spark of inspiration um and is like oh I can only make music when something happens to me or I magically feel compelled to do so and I think that's yeah something something like happened to me this year where with music because I actually just like again I'm an open book like I was depressed for like three years oh man did not do like anything, didn't write any music, couldn't write music, couldn't sing, Mm -hmm. like was just, it was bad. And uh, something happened to me over the pandemic, you know, obviously I got on the right meds and I was okay. And then something happened somehow that like made me push past that fear. Mm. Um, And I think that that has continued in this, like, in the sense that, uh, I'm constantly like pushing past that, that sense of like dread. Like I can't write it and I can't, you know, I, I can't write. It's not going to be good enough. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, just fucking write. Just yeah. like, do it. Yeah. You know, there's some, some, something, some light switch happened this year where it's amazing. Um, yeah. Wow. I, yeah. I just think, I think it's all about pushing past the fear. 
Yeah, and I feel like I've encountered so many artists who, yeah, like want to put something out, really want to make something great, and then they just handicap themselves in terms of like, it's just, you know, I think you're right. I think we all have those thoughts um, and it can be hard to um, break past them. But yeah, I feel like it's essential. Has that muscle gotten stronger for you as you've done it? Or has it been easier now that you've had like your first proper release? Um has weapon like writing like wanting to like get something out or like I don't know I feel like I've from some of the musicians that I've talked to like they have songs um and they're just afraid to make the first really like, statement as an artist yeah yeah no I think release doing having a first release was really good for me and now I'm like Ugh, I want to get my other stuff out there because it's so different. Yeah. And I'm so curious what the response will be. I'd love to send you something actually. Yes, please um, do. Just so that you can like give me your feedback. Yeah. Um, but uh, or just so you can hear it. I don't know. Because it is very different. I'm excited. Um, How do you even like have the courage? Like I'm the same way. I love exploring other genres when I put enough time into like doing so. But how are you, like, brave enough to, like, expand yourself? Like, I feel like the general, like, artist advice is, like, you should stay in your lane until you're established and then branch out. I mean, I feel like six is, like, kind of weird still. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not quite, like, it's not super mainstream, but it's more mainstream than the stuff that, oh, that freaked me out, than the stuff (laughs) that I'm doing now. Uh Uh-huh. uh, I lost my train of thought. I lost my train of thought. Oh, no, no, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Yeah. But you just, did you feel like more compelled to... I'm very ADD. Can you tell? <laughs> no, like... Can you tell? <laughs> you're you're good. Like, I, uh, my partner has ADD. So, like, I'm, like, totally in that sphere um of like the oh train is no longer in the station that's okay yeah we got it (laughs) um okay wait but what were we talking about we were talking about oh uh, like you exploring multiple genres even though like that's atypical I don't know advice that people give like how how have you been like yeah well I'm still I only have like one release so I feel like I can like I feel like I can put something out there that's different because like no one's gonna care <laughs> sure yeah no I, I don't know yeah. <laughs> um and I also feel like I have more songs that are in this new kind of sphere mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah and like as someone who's also like a visual artist do you have like while you're making stuff do you have like those visions of this is what this would look like uh, visually or like what like world that would be like color wise and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I have like, what's it called? Synesthesia. Oh yeah. 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 That's the thing where you like, you like you hear see colors. The you see the different. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I don't have that. I wish I did. Like Lord. That sounds Lord so has cool. That. Oh yeah. That's like your um, favorite interview, like trope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, there's like a bird going crazy outside. Oh no. Um, I don't know what's going on out there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, 
senior music. What were we talking about? Oh, synesthesia, senior music. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the time, I mean, I'm just like a child, you know, like what I see (laughs) is like fairies and like sparkles. And like, we, like, I don't know if (laughs) we were like plotting a music video Uh um, for another song uh, the other day. And he like, my friend like read off a list and it was like, okay, sparkle desert, uh, (laughs) snake friend, Snake um, friend. Yeah. yeah like there's all like dragon friend I, there's just all these like kind of uh childlike images that yeah. that pop up for me because I love like I love that stuff I love bubbles I love sparkles yeah <laughs> just like or even like your, and your I, and artist I, name like that's so cool. yeah 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 I love unicorns <laughs> yeah I love it so yeah wow yeah that's I don't know my artist name is weird but how did can, it how did is. you come up with your artist name? It was my Instagram handle. You were like, all right, I got it. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, whatever. That's it is what it cool. is. People would just like my friends would just be like, would just like call me Sydney Unicorns for some reason. I think because they like associated it with uh-huh. me because of my Instagram. Yeah. Um, now my Instagram is just like my right my my Finster or whatever is my name, but uh-huh. um, but it was Sydney Unicorn. <laughs> oh wow. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Like what a digital. Backstory. I wanted like an alter ego. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be myself. Mm. I wanted to. Yeah. I, I feel have, like sometimes, have something to hide behind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes I feel like, so like, I don't know. I think sometimes I um, curb myself in terms of like branding because I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm Kate Brunots, the musician but I'm also Kate Brunots, Kate Brunots. And like, what what does that look like? Like on Instagram or on TikTok or what's my color palette? And um, yeah, it's so hard to make that separation. um, Yeah. And like figure out that what that means. Um, Well, I commend you for doing it because I think it's difficult to to navigate just like as yourself, you know? I mean, not that not that I'm not myself, but like, yeah, there's something, no, but there's like a little facade there. Yeah. And I think it's really nice to, I don't know. I, I vote like maybe down the line, I've considered like, maybe I should figure out what that would be for me. But I, I do think it's important to have that separation. Um, also in like daily life, like I don't want to just obviously like I want to predominantly be like a musician and a producer and everything else. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes I can like stifle myself from exploring other interests or like having a life outside of like my music sphere and everything else. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think having like that name and that compartment is makes it makes it easier for you to like be free and be like a multifaceted individual who like can take a break from TikTok like when you need to and like I also think that's so important too um as like I don't know I remember like when I first got on the app and um just like the first couple of videos like I was watching a lot of strategy videos and they were like 
three times a day at 10 p.m., 2 p.m., and 6.45. Who can do that? I know. Who can do that? And people people do do it, though, is the thing. People do do it. I I just, like, don't. I do not know how. (laughs) I do not know how. I know. I've tried, and I'm like, I don't know. I, I feel like I haven't seen a lot of people, like, in the music sphere specifically um, do that level of intensity but um yeah I don't know I just feel like I've like run out of ideas yeah for TikTok like I'm just or like you know at this point I'll just use use different sounds but like the same theme Mm -hmm. um and it's just why I want to I want to do more I want to do more of those things where it's like let's make a beat you know yeah because I think that that kind of shows who you are as an artist but I it always sort of makes me feel bad about myself when like mm. it doesn't get any it's oh, just it's yeah. hard not to get oh yeah likes I or attention or whatever feel hard. that way yeah it, it, like yeah it's very difficult <laughs> like why am I doing this you know right but, you, you put but in it's, like but it's good effort. like yeah if you don't if you don't put yourself out there then like you know nothing's gonna happen true true but yeah it can be hard Fact. to stay motivated um when you're like putting in all the, these things and like you know I I resonate on like trying to I've been trying to like find content that I can make that feels like more authentic to me like I think for a while I was trying to do more of the trends or things that sometimes I felt like Ugh, I just feel so gross doing this or whatever. Yeah. But like you're right, like for me, like if I'm showcasing a beat or like giving a piece of production knowledge, I'm like more I'm like excited to like put it out and um mm-hmm. maybe less excited when <laughs> no one sees it. But it's still <laughs> like at least like I I don't know, like felt like I was adding some some value um which Mm -hmm. like and that can be fulfilling just in the the process of creating it but um Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Um, yeah I don't know it's impressive though too to see like all the creativity on this app and like oh my gosh yeah I don't know how people do it it's it's really it's really like inspiring it's also like I can definitely like feel my jealous self pop up um from time to time but you know I've always thought but it, sorry go ahead no it also makes you kind of like there are so many different types of people on this app who yeah. are insanely talented and insanely creative and insanely clever mm-hmm. and like I just it's not like yes they say that like TikTok is for like 12 year olds or whatever but (laughs) I feel like I feel like in my feed I see people that are all different ages all different types all different whatever like I I think it just kind of yeah it can make yeah it can make me like jealous or whatever but it's also like um it's just pretty cool to see Absolutely. All the creativity on here and all the different types of people. Yeah. And I think like most of the time, like if I catch myself feeling jealous towards anything, I'm like, oh, okay. This is really just me wanting to aspire to whatever they're doing. Um, Yeah. And it can be helpful. But also you have different strengths. 
sure than that person probably you know yeah yeah no absolutely um but I don't know it can be helpful sometimes like trying to unpack that for myself and be like okay this is what where what can I what are the actionable steps that I can take to learn more about like this type of sound or like mm-hmm. what like tutorial can I watch and like emulate um to to make the next step so it can be like used as a guiding tool for me as well but um yeah yeah no it's so crazy I feel like I need to figure out more um in terms of like how to make things visually interesting when confined to like using your phone and like those sorts of things and like I don't know um I've been interested in that as well but yeah I don't know there's so many different things that you can explore and like honestly like following into the music business side of things has really just been 2021 for me and like I ignored it completely before but um how long have you been putting out music I've been putting out music for a while um I think my first EP came out in 2018 so oh wow yeah and this is like the first year that I've really gotten some traction and I think it's because it's the first year that I've taken like the marketing seriously um Mm -hmm. before I would just like put something out and then you know I'd (laughs) I'd maybe like mention it in passing to like my friends and like yeah, yeah yeah and just like and I think part of that was I was like trying to figure out more of my sound and stuff um mm-hmm. and I just wanted to get things out so I could move on to the next thing um but yeah it's made a huge difference and honestly like put a fire under my ass in terms of like let's go like let's let's do this let's, let's do this yeah, yeah yeah which has been nice um but yeah Well, you're killing it. You're killing the game. Thank you. Likewise, I'm so excited to see, like, what this next EP album. Um, Yeah, I'm going to (laughs) send you, I'll send you a couple songs. Yay! All right. This was so lovely. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Like, with all the hustle and bustle of your life, I really appreciate you, like, (laughs) sitting down with me. Um, No, thank you for chatting with me. Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. And yeah, I'm so excited to hear what you send over. But yeah, have a good rest of your night. All right, okay, we'll be in touch. Bye.